everyone, I'm Celine, and welcome to an informative Wednesday episode here at the We Are podcast. So um, this week, Ahana wasn't able to film since she had a math test, so I had to do the news update episode solo, and I decided to do a Wednesday update too. So um, this is a very important update. I feel like it's something that's really not addressed a lot, even though it's a huge huge issue in our world, I feel like it's not talked about enough. And it's Yemen, which is the world's worst humanitarian crisis. Um, And I had no idea this was even the world's worst humanitarian crisis until um, like a couple months ago, because I was doing a news update about it. And I was just like, I knew none of this. And I feel like it really just needs to be talked more because we need to shed more light on kind of what's happening there because it's really bad. Um, so I want I feel like I should dedicate like an, a whole episode to this crisis, because it is a lot of people are suffering from this. And um, I think it's a really important thing to just talk about, because I feel like it's definitely not addressed enough. Um, so I hope you learn something. And I hope you can help in some way, whatever that looks like. Um, So uh, let's, for the first half, I'm going to talk about kind of like the severity of the crisis and also the background, like what caused it. Um, And then the second half will be more like, how can you help? What can you do? So let's get into it. So first of all, Yemen as I said, is the world's worst humanitarian crisis. Um, 23.7 million people are in need of assistance, which includes almost 13 million children. There, like, I've seen footage, like, videos or photos, and there are so many kids who are just starving, and so many people that are displaced. It's just terrible. Children have been killed because of the conflict. Um, So many people are displaced. Um, There's also so much famine and hunger. That's one of the biggest issues I would say is like resources like uh, food and water. Around 7.4 million people are in need of food assistance in in Yemen, which is really a lot of people who are um, struggling. And on top of this, a lot of kids don't have access to education because there's such a crisis going on. Um, And eight out of 10 people in Yemen live below the poverty line. That's over the majority of the people in that country, which is a pretty big number when you think about it. And um, there are also a lot of like diseases. There was um, outbreaks of cholera. There are just preventable diseases that are spreading around a lot. So that's also an issue because there sometimes there aren't necessarily the most sanitary conditions. Um, so, and just for your information, so Yemen is a country in the Middle East. It borders Saudi Arabia and Oman. So that's kind of like its geographical location. So now I'm going to talk more about kind of the background of the conflict and what started it. So the Yemen civil war is basically what's going on in Yemen right now. And it's been kind of an ongoing thing. And, you know, you could trace this back to years and years ago, but I'm going to start with Arab Spring, which was so democracy supporters started protesting to try to force the president who was at the time Ali Abdullah Saleh to end his rule. So he had been the president for 33 years um, over Yemen, but he refused to resign. And by 2011, it got really bad. Um, and the military started intervening. Protesters were dying. And then in 2012, the power was transferred from Saleh, who had been the previous president, to Abdu Rabu Mansur Haiti. 
um, he was the vice president under Saleh. So um, that's basically what happened. So the new president, Haiti, was rejected by a lot of people. Like, number one, there are a lot of Saleh supporters, which was the previous president. Um, so obviously they didn't like him because they liked Saleh more. But also um, there was this group called the Houthi Rebels in the North, and they also rejected him. So let's talk about the Houthis because they play a huge part in this conflict. So they're a group of Zaidi Shiites. So I've talked about this before in previous updates, like Shiite and Sunni Muslims, but I'm just going to give like a brief overview of what that is. So the Shiite is a minority branch of the Islam religion. Um, So Sunni and Shiite are the two branches of the Islam religion, but the Sunnis make up the large majority. And this has actually been a big source of conflict a lot of ethnic conflicts stem from this in different countries. Um, it definitely has caused a lot of conflict. But basically, the Sunni and Shiites have different beliefs on who the successor of Muhammad should be. Um, so they have um, different beliefs in their re- beliefs in their religion, even though they come from the same Islam religion. But anyways, Zaydis are also a minority of Shiites, um, and Shiites is the minority of Muslims. So the Houthis are a group of Zaydi Shiites. So that's kind of what that is. Um, so then in 2014, the Houthis captured the capital of Yemen, which is Sana'a. Um, and then in 2015, Houthis and Sally supporters, who obviously didn't like the new president, Haiti, um, tried to take control of the whole country. And Haiti, who was the president, had to flee to Saudi Arabia. So this was a really big part of also what caused the conflict because Saudi Arabia saw the Houthis as a threat. Not only was it kind of in their economic interest or not economic, but just territorial interest to um, not have the Houthis have a lot of power, but they, it was definitely in their best interest to not let the Houthis have power. So anyways, um, Saudi Arabia set up a coalition of nine mostly Sunni countries um, and they were supposed to help restore Haiti to power because he had to flee because the Houthis and the Saleh supporters were protesting so much and had taken control of the capital at that that point. So the Saudi-based coalition um, got a lot of support, actually. In fact, the U.S., supported them um, because people saw it a lot as like the Houthis taking over the capital was a coup basically um, and the coalition started doing things like placing embargoes against the sale of weapons to Houthis or their allies um, and then the coalition went and took over Aden which is located in Yemen um, and this was really it caused a lot of crossfire between the two groups because they were both fighting against each other, the Houthis and the Saudi-backed coalition. Um, and the, one of the worst things about this is that so many civilians were hurt, whether it be unintentionally or intentionally. Many civilians got caught in the crossfire and ended up getting hurt. And this is one of the things that fueled the crisis so much because there's so much fighting between the two sides and civilians are just like living their lives, but they are getting caught in that crossfire um there are a lot of airstrikes plus there are embargoes placed on in ports and airports which makes it really bad the humanitarian crisis even worse um because only aid can pass through but this isn't enough so a lot of people are displaced within yemen um in the saudi arabia or sorry the saudi coalition has mainly used airstrikes and the houthis have used drones and missiles primarily um So the current situation, because it is still happening to this day, um, 
it's definitely worsening and intensifying in a lot of ways. Like the Houthis have attacked targets in Saudi Arabia um, with ballistic missiles and drones. They've targeted sites, including oil installations. They've injured civilians. Um, and then the Saudi-led coalition has carried out thousands of airstrikes, killed tens of thousands of people, according to the UN. Um, it's just really a terrible situation. And when you trace it back to it, it's really just a rebel group against a coalition of different um, countries. And they're just fighting against each other after all this time. And this has caused so many civilians to be displaced because of the conflict and because of the airstrikes and the missiles and the drones, um, but also because there hasn't been a lot of kind of like a way for them to escape the conflict too um because a lot of embargoes were placed down so they weren't necessarily it's hard for them to escape too which is also worsening it so i just really wanted to shed light on the history of this as in like why is it happening what's happening because i think it's important to know when you're learning about conflicts like these what caused them to begin with so you can better understand kind of what's going on and i feel like i learned a lot from this because i really didn't know that much about yemen like going into it um I had done an update about it before, but I feel like there was a lot I still had to learn. So I hope you learned something from this half and stay tuned for the second half because I'll be talking about how you can help um, with the crisis and more about that. So, all right. See you in the next stop. Bye. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back from the break. Welcome to the second half. So this half is going to be about how you can help the crisis in Yemen, what you can do. And that doesn't always mean donating money necessarily. I feel like normally when we think of like helping a crisis, we think of immediately donating money, which is obviously great. Like if you are able to do that, that's amazing. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the only thing you can do. So I'm going to kind of go through the biggest ways I think you can make an impact. So I would say one of the first ones is to really educate yourself and just be aware of what's going on in Yemen. Because like so many people, I feel like just don't know about it, including me. Like I didn't know about this. I didn't know how severe it was either. Like I didn't even know it was the world's worst humanitarian crisis. So I think the first thing is just kind of like educating yourself, doing more research, watching videos. There are so many videos out there like crisis explained or just like footage of like what's going on so, so you can better understand and also just educating others about it like telling your family telling your friends I think that's really important to tell everyone you know you know um so just understanding it better and then the second thing I would say is spreading the word so whatever that means like posting on Instagram I think like if a big event in Yemen happens or just if you want to just spread the word about it, just like posting a story about it or something, or you can even like post donation links. If you're not able to donate yourself, you can post donation links, or even if you can donate and you just want more people to donate, um, and just obviously make sure the foundation is like reliable. That's really important. But still, I think that's like a big thing, kind of encouraging other people to take action. I think that's how we really make an impact. And then obviously, uh, the other thing would be like donating money. So I'm actually going to link some um, foundations in the bio, which are like Yemen kind of support foundations there are a lot of ones like for example unicef does a lot of work with providing yemen with like water and resources and food um and there are probably other like donations for education in yemen and helping children there are so many things we can do i feel like in so many ways we can actually take action and try to help this crisis um 
so I really want everyone to do anything they can because I think that's super important. And um, yeah, if you have any other ideas for like helping out, please put that in the comments because I would love to hear or DM us, whatever. Um, But that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Um, I just, my main message for this is just being aware of like what's happening in Yemen right now. There are so many people suffering from this long-going conflict, so many kids who don't have education, so many kids who are dying and are facing disease, and there's so much going on, and I feel like we have the ability to just educate ourselves and help with that crisis, so I think that's super important. And also just recognizing how grateful or like um, lucky you are if you have access to like water and food because I think that's something we overlook a lot that other people like for example other people in Yemen or like if you take any other crisis like Russia and Ukraine wouldn't be experiencing right now so I just think it's super important to also recognize the gratitude um, which I think will also make you feel better and feel more empowered so um, that's pretty much my message and you know stay tuned for our episodes next week we'll have a hana on um and i also want to do kind of like an update or an episode at some point about just kind of ethnic conflicts in general or like humanitarian crises in general so um i'm excited to do that later on um but you know check out the bio Follow us on Instagram and social media. Check out our website at we are underscore youth.org. Um, subscribe and stay tuned. Have a good week. Okay, bye.